Good evening. Thank you guys for joining in uh, for today's uh, online service. Um, today, I'm going to be uh, reading out of Philippians chapter 1. So if you could go ahead and turn your Bibles to Philippians chapter 1, and we're going to be reading verses 12 through 26. So Philippians 1, 12 through 26. And it says, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually advanced the gospel, so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to everyone else that my imprisonment is because I am in Christ. Most of the brothers have gained confidence in the Lord from my imprisonment and dare even more to speak the word fearlessly. To be sure, some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. These preach out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The others proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, thinking that they will cause me trouble in my imprisonment. What does it matter? Only that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is proclaimed, and in this I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice." Because I know this will lead to my salvation through your prayers and help from the Spirit of Jesus Christ. My eager expectation and hope is that I will not be ashamed about anything, but that now as always, with all courage, Christ will be highly honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now if I live on in the flesh... Flesh, this means fruitful work for me, and I don't know which one I should choose. I am torn between the two. I long to depart and be with Christ, which is far better, but to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. Since I am persuaded of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that because of my coming to you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus may abound. Let us pray. Um, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we come before you today, Jesus, and we thank you for giving us the opportunity to tune into the service once again. Lord, I pray that you would use my lips to speak your word, Lord, and that through your word, hearts would be healed and lives would be changed. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you're going to do. It's in your name we pray. Amen. So really quick, I'm going to go ahead and reread verse 13. And it says, so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to everyone else that my imprisonment is because I am in Christ. And then I'm going to go ahead and read uh, verse 22. And it says, now if I live on in the flesh, this means fruitful work for me. And I don't know which one I should choose. I am torn between the two, and I long to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. So, Paul went through a lot of things during his life while he was here on earth. Um, he was beaten, he was called a fake, he was called a fraud, but through it all, he kept preaching. In Acts, Paul was imprisoned and beaten, and he had his feet uh, fastened in stocks. Uh, or some people call it chains. But despite everything Paul went through, Paul praised and sang to God. And Paul knew that he could either let his chains break his praise or his praise break his chains. And so when Paul praised God, all the chains of all the prisoners, including his, fell loose. So sometimes God will use your situation to set someone else free. So today I ask you, What's your choice? 
Everyone is chained to something. What are you choosing to stay chained to? And are you willing to embrace your chains? So some of us, me being one of them, uh, lets things that don't even matter, the smallest things that don't matter, affect our lives um, in such a way that we forget what really matters. So for me, if I get home and I don't put my purse on the uh, couch as soon as I walk into my house and then when I leave the next morning and it's not there I like freak out because it needs to be there because if not I'm like going crazy and I don't want to be late for work and I'm like where's my purse so for me little things like that affect me in such a way that it just wrecks my whole day so I'm like wow Madonna, you really didn't put your purse in the right place so little things like that and a lot of us uh, let little things like that distract us in a way that we forget what really matters so we need to stop letting little things hold us back or destroy our joy because half of the stuff we're worried about, God is already working out. Um, so we stay stuck on things that do nothing to help us in our walk with Jesus. We stay stuck on things that destroy us emotionally, mentally, things that poison our spirit. So what are you choosing to stay chained to? So today we're living in a world that is very, very different than times before. Um, a lot of us today are in situations that we didn't choose to be in. Uh, we didn't choose for COVID-19 to happen, but yet it's here. A lot of people don't choose to live in depression or live with anxiety or live with illnesses or sadnesses, but yet it's still there. We don't choose these things, yet they're still a big part of our lives. Uh, Paul didn't choose his chains either, but his chains were used to set someone else free and those someone else's were the other prisoners he embraced his chains because through because they brought glory to god and some of us stay chained to things that just push us further from god instead of nearer to him so whatever we choose to chain our joy to will be reflected in our choices so i ask again what's your choice so if an important thing in your life is the approval of others, which was mine for a very, very, very long time, and sometimes it still is, um, what happens to you when, what happens to your joy when someone doesn't like you? Like if you are really living and you're going through life and you really want people to like you, how do you feel when someone points out that they don't like you or that they don't like certain things that you do? It breaks us down, right? Sometimes it makes us go crazy. Now, if what's important to you is that God loves you, regardless of what anybody else says, then when someone doesn't like you, you won't be chained to it. You won't be caught up in trying to figure out why they don't like you. Instead, you'll rest in the fact that the only opinion that matters is God's. So I ask again, what are you choosing to stay chained to? If what's important is your comfort, meaning that you like everything in a certain way, you like things to be put in certain places, you even like for your house to be a certain temperature. And when all these things are going good, you're happy with your climate and your environment. But if the important thing is not your comfort, but your calling, then you can turn something that is completely out of your comfort zone into your ministry to propel your walk with Jesus. So what are you choosing to stay chained to? What little things are getting in the way of you furthering your walk with Jesus? What are you going to embrace instead? So Paul couldn't choose if he wanted chains in prison or not. The guards put them on him. He couldn't say, no, 
You can give them to me tomorrow. You can give them to me next week. I don't want them today. He didn't get to do that. They just put them on him. He didn't have a choice. But he knew that even though he didn't have a choice about what happened to him, he had a choice on how he responded to it. So since God hasn't fixed their relationship, since God hasn't allowed for there to be a breakthrough, since the addiction still hasn't gone away, since the heartache hasn't gone away, since the chains haven't been removed, we have to not get stuck in the fact that those things are happening to us. Things happen, and it's okay that things happen. We can feel and we can hurt, but we can't stay stuck in those things because all it does is break us down and move us further from God. We need to ask God to use those chains. That needs to be our choice. Society has it built in our minds that it's okay to feel and it's okay to hurt, which is totally, it's totally right. We are human. We have feelings. We have emotions. But it's not okay to stay stuck in them. It's not okay to dwell in them. It's not okay to stay chained to the one thing that God wants to use you through. We need to take our heartache and anything else to him. I didn't choose my parents. Man, I'm going to cry. Sorry, guys, this happens a lot. Okay. I didn't choose for my parents to be divorced. I didn't choose to have my life torn apart. I didn't choose for there to be no relationship with my parents for years. I didn't choose to not grow up with my four other siblings. I didn't choose for my sister to run away time after time. And I didn't choose for my brother to go through suicidal thoughts. But that doesn't mean that I stayed stuck in them. That doesn't mean that I pondered on what I couldn't do because I can't do anything about it and I couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't change any of it, but I asked God that if he could use those chains to change me for him to do that instead. Instead of staying chained in my depression, instead of staying chained in my sadness, I embraced my chains and let God work in me so that those chains would fall. We always have a choice when it comes to God. God may have not put those chains on me, but they were there. And I let him use them for his glory. So we always have a choice. So I ask again, what's yours? Take a hold of your life and stop letting the devil run it. So how can we fight back and embrace our chains and allow God to use us through them? Well, the first thing is that we need to remember who we are in Christ, so our identity. So if we, re- if we read Galatians 5.1, it says that it was for freedom that Christ sets us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject, uh, do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. So we need to learn to live in the victory that Christ has given for us. He didn't just die on the cross for us to stay stuck in our sorrows, for us to stay stuck in our past, to stay, to stay stuck in our shame. He died so, we'd, so we would be set free through all of that, from all of that. We're not slaves to our past. We're not slaves to illness. We're not slaves to COVID. We're not slaves to our shame, to our brokenness. We are set free through Jesus Christ. So we need, the second one is that we need to rely on God's strength and not our own. 
This one is really hard for me because I feel like I'm a very independent woman, young woman, because I'm going to be 20. But um, I don't like for things to be done for me. I like to do things on my own. I like for me to do it on my own because I like things in a certain way. Um, but Philippians 4.13 says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We are all helpless in our own strength, meaning we can't do anything ourselves. We can't change the things that we go through ourselves. We need something else. We need hope, and that hope is Jesus. In Jesus' name, we can defeat the enemy in our lives. We can defeat the enemy in our minds. And through God, he can have our chains broken. And through those chains, we can help spread the good news of Jesus. Um. The next one is that we need to fight the lies by focusing on God's truth. And what is God's truth? Well, it's his word. John 8:32 says, "You will know the truth and the truth will set you free." So we need to stop believing the lies we tell ourselves and the lies the enemy throws at us. There's no chain that God can't break. Because sometimes we think in our mind, man, there's no way I'm going to get through this. When my parents got divorced, I was like, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to be happy again. There's no way. And that was just the enemy in my mind saying, no, Mariana, like, there's nothing better than this. No, Mariana. I tell people a lot. I used, I used to tell myself that there was no way I was going to live past 18. I told myself that I was going to be 15 with two kids and a druggie. But because of God and because I stopped letting those lies get to me, I'm able to stand here today and say that God let those chains fall free from my grasp. So we have to know the truth God speaks so that we can fight against the lies that try to keep us stuck in our brokenness. So we can fight against the lies that try to keep us stuck in our sadness, stuck in our anger, stuck in our depression, stuck in our shame, and stuck in our past. And the next one is that we need to be willing to be set free, healed, and made whole through Jesus. In John 5, Jesus goes and talks to this lame man at the pool of Bethsaida. And he asked, Jesus asked the man, do you wish to get well? And that's the question that Jesus is asking me and is asking you all today. Are you willing? Do you want to be free of your chains? Do you want to be set free? Some people get so comfortable in their behavior. Their choice to stay stuck becomes a habit, which then becomes so automatic in their lives. And what I mean by that is that um, one choice in my life that became a habit was the music that I listened to. And I think I've actually been saying this uh, recently. Like, I've been telling people about uh, this part of my life recently. But I'm not a person who likes to show my sadness to people. People know when I'm mad or when I'm upset, but when I'm sad... I don't really like to show that side of me because I don't like for people to know that I'm in a weak state or I'm currently weaker. That's just me trying to be strong, right? Gets the best of me sometimes. But I'm not a person who likes to show others that side of me. Instead, I like to deal with everything on my own because I'm the person that doesn't like for people to ask questions. So instead of me going to God or running to people who I trust and who I know will pray for me and help me get through things, instead I would run to my room, lock myself up, and listen to this one Christian artist, Christian artist who just puts out just depressing music. All his songs are depressing. And I would just sit on my bed and cry. And I would tell myself, Mariana, if you just let everything out today, 
tomorrow you won't have to worry about it. Just cry and cry and cry. Feel everything you want to feel, and tomorrow you won't worry about it. Well, tomorrow came. I went along with my day. Something triggered that sadness in my life again. And what did I do that night? I sat alone in my room, put on that Christian artist, and cried and cried and cried and cried. So that one choice became a habit. And then it became so automatic that every time I was sad, my instinct was to put on that one Christian artist and just cry. Because I said, you know what, my daughter, you deserve to feel that way. When that's not right. I don't deserve to sit in sorrow and let the world just pass by. I don't deserve to sit and not grow in my walk with Jesus. I caught myself making this choice of choosing to sit in my sorrow instead of embracing the sorrow and asking God to help me walk through it in victory. This choice became a habit. And this habit was super hard to break because I loved this Christian artist with like my whole life. Patricia Antino even took me to one of his concerts. Like I was, that was a whole other, that was a whole other thing. But it was really, really hard for me just to stop listening to him completely, but it happened. And it's, I mean, I don't listen to him anymore. Um, the sadness was my chains and the music was my response and the music was how I thought I was embracing my feelings. And like earlier I said, Paul didn't choose to be in chains. He didn't have a choice, but he had a choice on how he responded to it. In this part of my life, I was in chains. I was in sadness and I chose the totally wrong way to respond to how I felt. Instead of going to God, I responded to my flesh. I didn't start off willing to be set free of my chains because I had it in my head that it was okay to feel things, which is true. But I had to realize that it's not okay to stay stuck in them and that I need to be willing to be set free through Jesus. If we are willing to admit there's a problem, if we are willing to admit that we have decided to, to stay stuck in our past, in our shame, or whatever your chains may be, Jesus will break us free of our chains and there's victory alone through him. It's not easy, and it doesn't happen quickly, but it's worth it. So everyone has a choice. So I ask again, what is yours? We have to stop choosing to stay stuck in our insecurities. We have to stop choosing to, to stay stuck in our past. We need to choose to embrace those chains and allow God to use us through those chains so we can grow in our walk with him. Anything that is keeping me and you from recognizing that God is a good God who uses us through the storms that we go through has to go. For me, the music that I was listening to had to go because that's the one thing that was keeping me stuck from truly moving forward from my sadness. Jesus knows you better than you know yourself. And so I think it's time that we all come back to alignment with him. We expect that once the chains fall, that things will go back to normal. When that's not the case, because Jesus has something even greater in mind for our future. Today's choices become tomorrow's chains, and everyone has a choice. Some of us have been walking around for decades in chains that God has already covered. You don't have to spend the rest of your life stuck. You have the choice to embrace and then ask God to set you free. Jesus will not let go of us if we choose to stay stuck. He's always there. He will hold us with his right hand. He's with us through it all. And no matter how disconnected you feel, your heart will be healed. But you have to invite Jesus to help set you free from those chains. We have to find our purpose behind the chains. Are you going to continue to allow your chains to break your praise or have your praise break your chains?
Sometimes God will take you to a prison to set you free. He gives you the choice to embrace your chains in his name. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. So today, church, wherever you are, whether it's in your home or your car or at work or wherever you may be, what chains are holding you back from God using it to tell his story? What chains are you choosing to stay stuck in? You don't have to feel free to, to be free because the presence of God is here and is there with you. Amen. And he is with you wherever you are. Whatever chains you may be living in right now aren't meant to be there forever. God wants to deliver you from those, but you have to make the choice to choose God and not your sorrow, to choose God and not your past, to choose God and not your depression, your anxiety, your anger, your sadness, your illness. You have the choice to choose God instead. If you've got chains, he's a chain breaker. So what are you choosing to do with your chains? Let us pray. Um, dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we come before you today, Jesus, and we thank you for giving us the opportunity once again to be here and just to listen to your word, God. Lord, today I pray for anyone who is listening to uh, this right now, Lord, I pray that you would just tug on their hearts. And that you would reveal to them any things that are distracting them from your will, Lord. That you would just help them come to realize things that they may be stuck in, chains that may be holding them back, Lord. And I pray that right now at this time that they would ask you to heal them of all things, of all iniquities, of all insecurities, Lord, of anything that is holding them back from you, God. Lord, I pray that you would just continue to be with your people in their times of needs, whatever it may be, God. Lord, I pray that you would just be with Emmanuel Christian Church, the members of Emmanuel Christian Church, but also, Lord, be with the world. Be with everyone right now because we know that this isn't easy. The situation that we are going through isn't easy, Lord, but we know that through you, chains will be broken, Lord. Lord, may we go to you with no fear. May we go, with, go to you um, trusting that you will help us get through whatever we go through, Lord. Lord, I pray that we would no longer stay stuck in the things that are holding us back, Lord, but that we would ask you to help be set free from those and that we would continue to grow and move forward in your kingdom alongside you, God. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you're going to do. It's in your name we pray. Amen.